Hello and welcome to episode 103 of the AG Podcast. I'm your host today, the Ash Cohen 9 No jam with me on the podcast today. He is stuck in traffic, uh, so it will be just me and our wonderful panel of guests who have joined us on today's episode. So without further ado, uh, let me introduce you to them. Firstly, Eamon Raz. Good evening, mate. Evening. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, good to have you back on again uh, to talk everything that's been going on in the leagues and uh, uh, your start in Division 2. Um, also, today, MJG. Good evening, Mark. All right. Hello. All good. Yes, good to have you on again. Um, you know, as always, to discuss everything going on in Division 3. And making his a podcast debut is Gardner. Good evening, mate. Good evening. Uh, thank you for welcoming me to my first AG podcast. Looking forward to it. Yeah, no, and uh, thank you for putting your name forward to come on, um, you know, to, to make your debut. Really, really good to see. Um, so thank you very much for that. Um, so just to give you a rundown of the agenda for today's uh, podcast, we're obviously just going to go through the divisions. Uh, so we'll start with Division 3 this time around, followed by Division 2 and then Division 1. And then we'll talk about the sort of transfers and BFAs that we've had in the last couple of weeks. And then um, we will talk about our guests' aspirations and hopes for the season. And then just to round off the podcast, I'll just quickly mention um, about events that have been on in the last couple of weeks and upcoming. But anyway, without further ado, let's start in Division 3. Tunners is currently top of the league. Four wins, played four, won four. It's got 15 goal difference. Um... Mark, I'm going to start with you because you are uh, the podcast member for today's episode that occupies this division. Um, let's start with yourself first. Four, uh, played four, won one, drawn one, lost two. A bit of a mixed start for you this season. Uh, yeah, it's not really gone to plan. I've, I've got, I went to season. I've been playing playing uh, a few episodes with the lads in higher divisions. And I thought I had the formation sorted. Very attacking, mm. far too far. And then come up against Doggy first game of the season, that formation, and I just could not break him down for life. I mean, Doggy, he, he is a very good defensive player as usual. You know, he, he's, he's hard to break down. Um... Oh, are we still there? Uh, we've lost Mark. We've lost Mark. Okay, no worries. Um, while we try and get him back in... Um... Is Hello, it... can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. That's all right, no worries. Carry on as you were. Uh, I, 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 yeah, yeah, as I say now, I've, I've gone into this new season far too far and up against Soggy. Uh, very good player, Soggy. Defensively solid. Um, I've, I've tried sticking the far too far and I've come up against Brooker again with a far too far first game and I've just got took apart. So I've I've, I've had to change attack for four three three. But their trooper is a very good player. Um, so I had to change all my tactics around. Um, but then I've I've, I've just seen Bunners. I've got him Wednesday, and he, he looks like he's a very attacking player. So I, I don't know how that will go. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Tunner's has had a great start. He's uh, only conceded three goals this season, and he scored 18. So, I'm actually going to, uh, you know, I was going to ask you about, you know, the sort of games coming up with Tunner's um, and the sort of games he's had to start. I mean, he's played Gazgrass, and he's won 7-0 and 1-0, and then he beat Harry and won 3-1 and 7-2. So, maybe you, you could argue that, you know, it, 
you know, if it meets someone that's a bit more, um, you know, what's, what's the right way? Um, well, no, I don't mean like that. Diplomatic. I don't mean it like that because, you know, Gaz Grass, let's talk about Gaz Grass, Raz, because Gaz is currently bottom of the league. He's played four, he's lost all four. Um, including that hammering against Tunners, and he took you know, a four-one defeat against Wisfox. Gasgrass a couple of seasons ago was pushing towards the top. Yeah, um, with with Gaz, I think it's more a case that he just just doesn't play enough. I know. I think somebody raised it before in a in our podcast. If you don't play that much, you're just going to slip off. Yes, um, and I think that's that's the case basically with with Gaz. Yes. Do you think perhaps it is a case of being early on in this FIFA and just sort of getting used to the grips? And as you say, if you don't play it enough, then you could get left behind a little bit. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's a case that if you don't, um, if you're not with it being there, uh, a new game, new play styles to learn, um, feels a bit floaty to me in some some occasions. But if you're not on playing, um, it's going to take you a lot longer to get used to it than. Somebody's on, you know, like Paul Ozbinski is on it like every day. Yes, yes, no, that's true. Um, you, you, yes, I mean, obviously, you, the less you play it, then I suppose you have to try and yeah. use a bit more skill, to just, you know, because you obviously you're reliant on that rather than the experience of playing and getting used to the way the game plays and you know the tinkering with the tactics and testing and all that. Um, I think a player that's perhaps more that plays it more often, i.e. Paul Lowe's, um, is more likely to do well than someone that doesn't. Um, yeah. You know, and that's that's just because you're getting used to the you know the way the FIFA plays, the tactics and all that. Um, so yeah, maybe Gaz will pick it up. I expect Gaz to because I didn't have him down the bottom um, at this stage of the season. Um, you know, in in that division. Um, Gardner, I'll come to you next. I mean, how many people? I don't know how many of the uh, guys in this division you've played in terms of yeah. games and. Yeah, so I'll, I'll be honest. Not many. Um, I think what we've all alluded to is that Tunas has obviously made a good start. Um, I might be wrong, but did he recently win an event, a Golden Goal event? Maybe that that might be wrong. But um, in terms of the other opponents, I don't really know much about them. I have it on good authority that uh, Soggy Cabbages is a strong player, so I expect him to be up there challenging. I think it was uh, Mr. Burger Boy who actually said he's the the pick of Division Three, so I'll back his judgment on that. Um, towards the bottom of the table, the only few opponents I've faced are the likes of Harry and a non-hatch who, um, I know it's very early to say, but I'd maybe be expecting them to be in the, the bottom fold towards the end of the season. Um, I did make a note of maybe Gazgrass looking at his start, but that's purely on his recent results. And if you guys are correct, then you'd hopefully expect him to pick it up. Um, but yeah, my, my pick going on early evidence would uh, would be Tunners for Division 3. Yeah, I mean, Tunners as well uh, has won the raffle from the weekend. Well done, Tunners. Angus Gunn, I think, was the pick, the Norwich goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, you know, so he strengthened that core at this uh, level and he'll do well, for, you know, good for a, a while to come. Um, pick the squad, yeah. Controversial. <laughs> um, I mean, just talking of Gazgrass because I just realised because he took that hammering from Tunners he's on a minus 14 goal difference so I know I said that I expect him to propel himself up the table but that might come into effect later on you know that sort of um, that that hammering that he took um, yeah scored one uh, conceded 15 <laughs> 
Yeah. Me, me personally, I think with FIFA is a lot more attacking than other use. I don't know if it's early on in the game, people find like still find the feet, but there's be a lot more goals. I think his goal difference will come back over time. Yeah, I mean, I was just looking at your game you had against him, um, Mark, a 5-5 draw. Yeah, yeah. That's the sort of that's the sort of scoreline I expect from the eliminator this season. I was saying to uh, I was saying to Jam I think in the thread um, in in our game that because we we are using the lower rated keeper for the cup competitions, um, I think it's going to see a lot more high scoring games in those competitions, um, just because obviously you know you do see it at this at this level when you've got a sort of higher rate of striker and a, a lower rated goalkeeper especially if you are a player that's got like a 62 63 rated keeper um but nonetheless it's uh you know early on tunners is doing very well um obviously whiz fox as well is currently his second he is under seven points. I mean, just just to note that pain uh sorry, not pain. Tunners has got that five point uh gap now. Uh, on the same level of games played. So that could be an early sort of boost uh, for Tunners. Um, so, yeah. It's, 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 did you say, Mark, that Tunners is your next game? Yeah, I've got him Wednesday, so I'm uh, hoping. Good luck. To get something out of this. <laughs> good luck, because <laughs> otherwise he might end up running away with this division. Um, right, we're going to move on. Um, we're going to move away from Division 3, and we're going to move into Division 2. And talking about another person who has made a runaway start to the league is Gardner. Um, play 4, 1-4, uh, has only conceded 8. It's not the best defensive uh, in, the, in the league, but you've also scored uh, the most amount of goals. And have got you know a much better goal difference than Morris, who's although he's on joint points with you, uh, you've got the four better goal difference. So your first two games, Rhino and Diodex, who are occupying in you know sort of tenth and eleventh, so maybe it is not a, a, an early indication. Um, but you can't be grumbling with how your start's gone this season. No, absolutely. Um, I'm top of the league, obviously after a hundred percent start. However, as you mentioned, I have shown some defensive frailties. So the likes of Reds and Dior, when I played them, they did cause me problems. And if it wasn't for a red card against Red, which was a dubious one, I was actually 3-2 down at that point um, with about 20 minutes to go. So that kind of kick-started me into uh, to winning the game in the end. But I, I think it's fortunate to say I was lucky there. I did um, actually win a pre-season tournament. So heading into the new FIFA, with if you did one and did two players, I believe you won that as well, Ash. So... That gave me a bit of confidence. Um, looking at last season, I got relegated. Um, it was a bit of a baptism of fire to put me in that division. I know Burger Boy got a lot of stick of that. Um, but I, I was good on FIFA a good few years back. I think you made a good point earlier about skill fade. If you're not playing the game um, as much as maybe others, you do kind of to lose um, your ability. Um, but yeah, I, I can't complain. Um, top of the league. I think standout players for me so far this season are looking at the likes of Jack Clark. If anyone knows me, I'm a big Sunderland fan, so uh, you'll find it hard to get him off me this season. And a bit of a surprise player, really, for me is a, a striker called Randy Intega. Yes. Um, he's my top scorer, I think, on nine goals after the opening four games. Yeah, second uh, <laughs> second in the league as well. Second in the league but yeah, they're me picking my bunch so far. So going forward, no problems. Um, I do need to improve defensively. I've I've tried to sign a few a few defenders. Um, but my biggest problem, and it went against me last season, was I'm too stubborn for my own good. 
So whether it's in terms of tactics and team setups, um, I kind of try to, as well as it sounds, stick to the um, philosophy and tactics that team plays in real life. So I've been adopting a Sunderland 4-3-3 Tony Mowbray ball approach. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, can't complain. Four games out of four, I've won. You said Morris. I've not played him yet. Um, but he's also made a hundred percent starting, possibly a contender. I listened to the last podcast, and um, Paul Laws is a guy who's been highly touted. Um, he's a he's a black and whiter, so there's a bit of a rivalry that rivalry there with me this uh, this season. Um, I did actually do the double over Paul last season, if I'm correct. Um, so I would actually back myself against him, and I can believe I can push him close. Uh, Mark the shock. I wouldn't rule him out. Played him last season, good player, so I'd expect him to be challenging. But I did put uh, Diod, um, possibly Hilly and a Joby for relegation. I do think Red might be up against it, but I played him the other night, and at times Evan Ferguson was just unplayable. So I think if he keeps his temperament and doesn't be ration last minute challenges, he was, he was injuring me players and taking them out quite a lot. Um, I think I think Red will be all right, but uh. Too early to tell, if I'm honest, Ash. Um, I'd be I'd be happy just to to keep winning games and see what happens towards the end of the season. Yeah, well, that's all you can do at the end of the day. It's all about you know beating what's in front of you in the games that are coming up. Um, you know, I mean, who have you got next in your who's your next league game? I think I've got an outstanding game to play against Paul, so that'll be um, a, a tough one. And then I believe it's Raz actually in the in the next game. So I don't know much about. Um, him, he's a bit of an unknown quantity, but uh, yeah, still finding my feet and uh, learning more about the opposition. But I back myself, and uh, I think the the start gives us a good platform to build on for the rest of the season. Yeah, and that's how you that's how, you know that's the right mentality to think. I mean, let's talking about Raz. Let's move on to your Raz. So you've had a mixed start to the season. Uh, one one drawn, one lost, two. Two of those defeats did come against Morris, um, and then a, a win and a draw against Bry. Um, so firstly, talk us through your games. You know, against Morris, one of them was one nil. So that sounded like it was quite close. Yeah, um, against Morris, it was a uh, the, the one that was the second game. Um, the first one I have had. Nothing but troubles on uh, uh, FIFA when I started. It was it was even if you put a guy uh, a guy into your reserves for some reason he was appearing on the pitch in the second half um, for some unknown reason. Uh, so I, against him in the first match, I just stuck with the the same formation that the club started with. Got absolutely ripped to pieces. Um, and Morris gave me a bit of time to switch out the positions uh, for the second match. Um, so I went back to what I'm used to. And it was harder to break down. I still wasn't creating anything uh, going forward. But um, I did manage to keep him down till 1-0. And then the second game was, uh, against Bry. It was more a case of... Um, I had a few more players than I like. And using the formation I have... Got exceedingly lucky in the first game. Uh, I think it was out of my half uh, twice the entire game, and both times I scored. Um, Bright just couldn't score. And then the second game, the draw, um, I felt I played a lot better than him. But uh, on this occasion, basically, he got the rubber green, as opposed to the, the first one where I managed to, uh, he managed to hit every single post, um, keep received tons, just. Uh, ridiculous how, how I managed to keep him um, keep him 1-0 to like the 
eightieth minute and then score two. So yeah, one of one of those games, I guess, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, um, obviously Morris is in second. Goffey is in third. Um, I mean, sort of looking at those sort of top five. Um, you know, Joby Juan. Joby Juan's another one that I had written down here. Um, he's currently in fifth. You know, uh, one four. Uh, sorry, play four one four or one two lost two. Um, so respectable. Um, are you surprised with Joby to see him there? Um, yeah, because he's he's not really been active in the transfer market much. I know I've asked him about a player, um, but he seems to be happy with his team as he's going forward. So uh, maybe the, the start of the game just suits him a lot better. Um, yeah. I'm not going to run him down and say I didn't expect you to be there, um, <laughs> but I kind of didn't. Um, where he's going to be there at the end of the season, uh, I don't think so. No. Um, yes. I'd probably see um, that that top five not really changing too much. Um, Mark probably going into it. Um, uh, Bray, despite the fact that um, uh, I beat him in one of the matches, uh, he's going to be a tough opponent. I could see him sneaking in there as well. But uh, Polos has only played two games, so it's not a case of how much is he going to win the league by. Uh, how, is he going to win the league? It's by how much. Hmm. Yes, it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be an interesting little battle at the top of this division. Yeah. Um, you know, especially in terms of the sort of top two, top three. Um, you know, I'd be intrigued to see whether Gardner and Morris, you know, come the end of the season, if they are within neck and neck of each other. Um, the division know. two is always exceedingly tight, you know. Uh, you could literally go into the last month of the game um, and be in ninth place and still manage to make the playoffs. Yeah. I've seen it happen. Um, it's a tough league. Yes. Yeah, it is a tough league. And I said at the start of the season that, for me, this is one of the more interesting leagues on the site because anyone can be anyone sort of in this division on their day. I mean, Mark, I'm going to come to you next. Uh, Rhino and Dio. Um, it's not been the best start for them this season. Rhino, uh, you know, he's had a 3-2 win against Bry, and then the rest, he's obviously been on the end of some defeats. A 7-0 against Bry and a 5-2 against Gardner. Um, I mean, Rhino's got one of the best squads, in my opinion, um, on in the leagues. Um, what do you think's gone wrong early on? Um, I think, I'd I, I say, he's got one of the best squads in the league. I think... He, but when it's more raw potential with that team. Like they're there for there's plenty of upgrades that can come over time. But he's, he's still learning about his squad. Like I've, I've played him a few times uh, on head to head on this paper, um, and I think so, sometimes when he goes a goal or two down, he sort of loses his head. But then if he gets that goal back, you know he, he, he gets back into it a little bit more. Uh, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's he, he gets his head down. You know after he concedes one or two. Thinks, oh, that's it. But then, as I say, when he gets that one goal back, he, he, his head seems to turn. He, he turns it back on again. I, I, I do think it'll, it'll be him or Hilly to go down. Um, but uh, going back to Bry, I think Bry. Oh, have we lost? Uh, we lost Mark again. Have we lost Mark again. Yeah. Okay. No worries. Oh, is he back? He's back. He's back. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, it's new, new, I got bought new headphones today, so I feel what's happening. It keeps on going off. But I have to say, sorry, lad. Don't no worry. It's all right. It's all right. Um, but yeah, as I say, I think I think he will end up going down. 
Has he done it again? No. He's done it again. Has he done it? They <laughs> <laughs> keep on following. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. Jump it in and out. I'm back. Yeah. I'm back. I'm interested in back this time. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Sit on your yeah, hands, no. Mark. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Stop fidgeting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll go back to Bry. I think Bry, he, he loves the wing play. Um, I've played a few times and he, he focuses on his, his big strikers and heading. I think this FIFA for corners, I think it's set up for his big, you know, his big units up front. I don't know what you, you think. Oh, that's that's um, been Bry's MO for how many FIFAs yeah. now? He is, he is the 1995 an, an eternity. incarnate. <laughs> An eternity. Yeah. Or oh, the Tony Pugh of Stoke City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look. I think the corners is set up perfectly for him. Yeah, I think if he can find a way to get his corners set pieces set up there, I think he can get a good few goals from that. Yes, he does love a good cross and a good set piece, Bri. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, and um, it's going to be interesting to see where people are come the next, you know, match day, because um, there's a couple of little interesting battles all over the sort of that division now. Um, right, let's move on, and we're going to move on to Division One, and uh, a bit of a shock, perhaps, at the top at the moment is Plunkett. You know, he's played six, he's won six, he's uh, only conceded four goals, uh, not the best defence in the league, but he has scored the most goals. He's got an awesome striker up front in Victor Boniface. He's done very well um, getting that squad and that, that player who, you know, seems to have had that breakout sort of season over in, uh, is it Germany, isn't it, I think? Um, yeah, he's playing for Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Union St. Uh, Julian, wasn't he, in Belgium? Um, scored a lot of goals. Are they the same ownership as... Ooh, uh, he came on a ship as Brighton. Brighton? Um, yeah. He came from uh, from Bodo Glimt in, in Norway. He was firing them there as well. Mm. And he's, he's sorry, being a football <laughs> hipster. <laughs> yeah, he's, he'll, get, he'll get upgrades, that's for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes, um, he's going to do very well for Plunkett, I think. And it, it shows early on, 10 goals for him. Um, Berger is currently in fourth. Uh, you know, again, 12 points, but he is uh, now six points off Plunkett. Um, you know, so it'll be interesting to see. I mean, Berger's always up there, along with Sweaty. Um, Jam is in fifth, uh, mid-table. Um, well, yeah, it's just above mid-table. Uh, myself, I'm not having a good start. Uh, play for six, won three, lost three. Um, and then currently, Ben, AJ, Cooper and Sean are in the sort of bottom few spaces. So, um, Gordon, I'm going to start with you. Um, I'm going to point two names, Plunkett and Berger. Um, yeah. I mean, Berger, obviously, he's had two defeats and they came against Top Cat. Yeah, that's a, that's a rivalry that's probably stemmed back 10, 15 years. Um, Show me age now. Um, but I have known Josh and uh, Tom for around that time, just from playing FIFA and part of similar communities. Um, Josh is a good player. He, he's clinical. He's always been um, challenged on every FIFA I've, I've been on. So... I know that defeat to a uh, top cut would have definitely, definitely hurt uh, hurt him. Um, just think, thinking how much times have changed. Back in the day, it used to be kind of me and Josh up there, and 
Tom, you probably not like me saying it, but although we were similar in ability, um, I was just getting the edge over him back in the day. But I play a lot of clubs with Tom, and he's he's really really switched on when he's playing um, FIFA, and he he defends really well. So I don't know what what was the score in the, the top cut. Burger Boy game, you've got it written down? Uh, the game was, let me just have a little look, so it was 3-0 and 3-2 to Top Cat. Uh, see, not loads in it in that, that second fixture there, but Josh will be back. He, he has lost two games. Um, he's, he's a good FIFA player, scores a lot of goals. I've got no question he'll be up there, but but Tom, I think he'll continue that form with uh, Grimsby. He won every game and he'll be up there, but... You mentioned Plunkett. He's he's made a blistering start, hasn't he? Um, yes. With Boniface, I've I've also known him for a long time. So um, to show he's challenging now shows just how much he's improved in the game. And um, coming up from Division Two, uh, he'll be delighted with that start as well. Uh, another two names of I think are worth a mention are Suited and Jam. I'm just speaking from my experience in Division One last season. I did have difficulty um, playing against them. I think they'll have enough to kind of stay clear. And then Sweaty. I, I haven't played Sweaty, but you look at his results and um, where he left off before he didn't play last season. I think he'll uh, he'll pose a threat. Probably not the news you want to want to kind of hear, Ash. But in terms of maybe relegation come the end of the season, I've I've put maybe better Benja Benja Cooper. Is it um, after his poor start and. I know you've got a few decent results, Ash, but losing your first three out your opening fixtures might. Um, I know. I know it's early to tell, but I believe you might be challenging there towards the end of the season. Hope I'm wrong. But, uh, Where's this kick button? Where's this kick button? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I said at the start of the season, if I manage to stay up, I think I'd be quite happy. Um, I've had some. Yeah, I've had some hammerings this season. Uh, the podcast derby happened in the first game of the season. It was three <laughs> points apiece. Uh, so the the uh, the search goes on for the double six points for Jam. Um, you know, no, none this time. Although he did give me a hammering the second game after my win in the first. Um, and then I took a little bit of a 2-0 and a 4-2 against Jeff. So it's not been a good start, uh, but I'm hoping it can only go up. I've got Buncey next. Um, who just sits below me um, in the league. So it should be quite an interesting game. Um, I mean, I think looking at the other names in this division, uh, I mean, Sean, Ben A.J. Cooper. I mean, uh, Ben A.J. Cooper is an interesting one because whenever I've played him in the past, he's always been quite um, quite good. But he's been on the end of some hammerings this season, um, you know, including an 8-1 against Plunkett and a 6-1 against uh, Berger. Um, mm. So... I mean, I think if I can sort of, you know, it'll be those that are around me that if I can take the points off them, you know, Buncey, Sean, Ben, um, then I can sort of propel myself towards, you know, sort of mid-table this season, you know, building on, on the team, um, bringing in a couple of players um, and just sort of strengthening. Um, I mean, uh, Ben and Sean, um, I mean, you know, Suitage you've mentioned as well. Jeff, Jeff is another interesting one. Um, I'll come back to you, Raz, because Jeff has obviously, you know, sort of been in Division 2 not that long ago. Um, and he's he's had a good start um, in this division. Yeah, um, he has. Uh, Jeff's always been good. Um, I think somebody mentioned Rainer earlier on, basically losing the head. I think if he didn't, if Jeff is probably the same, he doesn't lose the head, then he, he, gets, a, he gets a win. 
his problem basically is he goes through Xbox controllers like um <laughs> like my school free cheese. Um but uh, again it's just consistency with him um that stops him from, from being up there with um uh Plunkett and Ivan Drago in second place and Sean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's um, it. Um but no uh, Jeff's good. Um I think basically Sean uh, down there in tenth, uh, he'll not be there for very long. He's he's too good to be sitting down in tenth position. It's going to be interesting. I mean, Sean is you know I always have good games against Sean, and um, it, I I fully expect him to find a little bit of form, just not when he plays me. Um, you know he can stay <laughs> just after. In, he just after you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's going to be interesting, and uh, let's hope that somebody's beaten Plunkett by the time we come to the next podcast, because uh, seeing Plunkett name at the top of Division 1 just doesn't look right. Right, yeah. we're going to move on, and we're going to talk about transfers and BFAs. So, uh, obviously, we've had two BFAs in the season and uh, a raffle. Um so uh, with the last BFA was over the weekend. None of us won anything um, in this one. I mean, d- did we any of you go for any players in this um, uh, this BFA? Uh, MJG. I went for the goalkeeper. Nothing really stood out. I just I'm, I'm looking to go a bit far in competitions. I can't really get on much due to shift work. So that extra scudo in the competition will, will just top up. So I, I only put a small bid in for the goalkeeper. Yes, the goalkeeper. I think uh, Rhino. Rhino got the goalkeeper. Um, I mean, um, Raz, did you go for anyone? There's a certain uh, uh, Shaka yeah, in there. Yeah, I did. Uh, I um, went for a player. Um, he was kind of out of uh, um, what I was aiming for as far as basically my current little project I'm doing with my team. Uh, so I like I build on like a theme. and that, But I just couldn't find somebody else to play CDM. Went for somebody in you, and um, somebody decided that they would bid six odd million for a 68 rated, 68 paced, 32 year old Albanian centre defence midfielder. Doesn't really play for Basel that much, <laughs> um, but more power to them. I'll buy them in a season time for a scudo whenever they're flogging them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, that'll be it. When it was on the move. I mean, Gardner, yeah. I mean, just looking, I mean, you've only, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you've made the one signing so far in Halilovic? Yeah, so Halilovic made the short trip to Wearside from Paul Lowe's, spent, I think, 2.5 million on him. Um, really happy with that signing so far. He's a, a tidy ball player. If I want to keep possession in the final third, the ball kind of sticks to his feet. He actually scored the late winner for me against uh, Red Rhino in match day two. Um, so really happy with that bit of business. Um, like I mentioned earlier, probably too stubborn for me on good. Um, I like the sign players based on uh, performance data. So you could say a bit of the money ball approach. So if I see a player's not performing, performing well in real life, then that player's uh, not for me. Sorry to kind of name drop someone here, but I know a certain... Uh, Top Gats asking for a lot of money for a Yakumbash. I think he's made one substitute appearance for Alkmaar as Alkmaar this season, so I'd, I'm staying well clear of him. Um, but yeah, I'm in the market for business. I'd like to, to sign a defender. I did look at that uh, Fenerbahce defender in the BFA, but like I first thought, um, he went for ridiculous money, which I, I don't have due to my my shift work. A bit like Mark, I work away quite a lot during the week. Um BFAs, 
I did put, place a bid on Dan Neal, um, with Sunderland Roots, uh, a cheeky 4.5 million bid, but he again he went for a lot more money. Um, I, I must say, I think Marcus has a bit of an agenda when it comes to BFA picks for me. Um, I put, <laughs> put two two names in there, didn't get the cut, but I'm seeing League One players, Peter Browning, Potley would get in there. Um, was a bit disappointing. Kind of if there wasn't an agenda, there is now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of kicking myself because um, I was going to put forward a, a midfielder. You, you'll probably know him, Raz. Uh, he's called the Mirren of Antwerp. Highly rated centre midfielder, yeah. uh, 18 years of age. Um, and coincidentally, on the next update, he actually got a plus two upgrade. He's playing regularly uh, for Royal Antwerp, so any yeah. top performances for them. He's playing well, so I'm, I'm kind of kicking myself not going for putting him in for a, a BFA. And the only transfer business I'm kind of looking at doing is is one I don't think I'll get over the line. Is a another player that's having a good breakout season in Belgium. Is a El Canus who plays for Red Rhino. Um, but I don't think I'll be able to kind of offer what he's looking for. It would it would mean getting rid of Jack Clark and PFA Championship Player of the Month for September um, is not, is not going to be leaving my team anytime soon. So yeah, I I'd like to do business, but I'm not rushing it for the sake of it. Kind of biding me time. People spend a lot of cash. I'll hopefully have enough for the next few BFAs to to strengthen my team. No, and that's fair enough. And, uh, you know, the market is in full swing. The BFAs are in full swing. Um, just a reminder to those that are on under 18 players at the moment, uh, you do need to be on 18 players by the end of the season or when the transfer market shuts. Um, so just be wary of your, uh, you know, your squad numbers. Um, I don't think there's too many that are currently below 18. Um, but, yeah, just, uh, just be um, careful because, you know, me being the sensible AG Fantasy League member, I don't want to see blood on the site um, and people getting stung. So um, I think it's about five, five or six. <laughs> yeah, I think it's about. I think it's five. Um, I think it's five um, across the leagues. Um, right, we're going to move on, and we're going to move away from the transfers and BFAs, and we're going to sort of move back towards the leagues and the aspirations for this season. So I'm going to come round to each one of you individually, and I want to know what are your aspirations this season? What would you like to, you know, do in the league? What What would you be happy with? Um, Raz, I'm going to start with you. Um, my <laughs> my goal for the season is to stay up. Um, nothing short of basically um, getting into that, uh, you know, making that uh, relegation playoff space um, or just above. I I can't see going any better than that. Um, I'm building a team. Uh, it's a young team, and I'm still I'm just missing so many players from it to fit the the style of play that I play. So I'd be exceedingly happy if I made the relegation playoff. That's that's fair enough. Um, I mean, Gardner, um, what about you? Yeah, so a lot like Raz, I'm still, I'm still building a team. So trying to find me feet on the site. Um, it's quite like early into me, my experience on the site. So um, getting used to the game a bit more and my minimum expectation would probably... Not to put too pressure on, uh, too much pressure on myself, but maybe a top five finish. Uh, anything less than that, I'd probably be a bit disappointed. So yeah, just just keep um, bottling away. And like Raz said, towards the end of the season, there's not much in it. I'll I'll hopefully have a, a chance of maybe if I don't win the league and Paul Laws walks it, like everyone seems so confident. I'm not so sure. 
especially being Newcastle United. Um, then, then I'll be I'd be happy with a top five finish. I think, yeah. Morris, I hope you're listening to this. Give me a mention on the uh, his season predictions. So that uh, his recent uh, interview. So that's maybe why I'm feeling a bit. <laughs> but, uh, but, but I don't think a lot of people know much about me and, and my ability, so I'll, I'll let them off this time. Yeah, no worries. This, this is brilliant. Um, Mark? He's gone. <laughs> oh, where's he gone? <laughs> his, hope, his hope is to get a, a better headset by the end of the season. Oh, <laughs> is, is he back? He's back. Is he back? Yeah, it's, it's a nightmare. Uh, that's all right. Mark? Garage, but... garage pitches aren't the best. Uh, your um, your hopes for the season? Uh, after a slow start, I'm just hoping to finish in the playoffs. Really, uh, I'm 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 not exactly with my team. I think they're, they're a good bunch of lads. It's just building it and improving it. As everyone said, it's just a lot of tinkering around, isn't it? At, at this stage in the season. Um, yeah, I, I think the market's still uh, um, not clear on the market yet, is it? As well, I think people trying to. Get a gauge on that and decide what's too much as well. Yeah, that that that, that is it. But uh, I, I'm hoping for a playoff spot. Really, uh, if if I don't go up, then I'm, I'm still happy with just get getting there. But it's just been a slow start and not been a not been lighting. No, it's going to be interesting, and uh, you know, by the time the next pod comes around, the next couple of match days, then um, you know, we'll we'll see whether. Uh, where you are in those sort of steps towards that those goals. Um, just to round off the podcast before we uh, obviously let you all go, um, we've you know I just wanted to touch briefly on events. So uh, we've had a couple of events in the last you know, sort of week or two. Uh, we had a clubs event last Friday night, you know, really really good fun. Um, we had a last goals win, uh, last goal wins, and an F1 last week as well. And then the week before we had four guys. Um, you know, really all good events and uh, really really enjoyable. Um, just some that are coming up uh, over the next uh, week or so. We've got a uh, Among Us event tomorrow night, uh, Wreckfest on Thursday, um, and then we have Members' Choice next week. So uh, you know, do keep an eye out for that Members' Choice um, one. And uh, you know, if you if you are free, get involved with the uh, you know Among Us or Wreckfest. I think maybe both are on Game Pass. If if not. Um, if not um, Among Us, I think Among Us might even be free. Um, Among Us is free, yeah. Among I Us think is Wreckfest is I've, Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, both events, you know, we normally have had really, really good fun in the last, uh, you know, the last times we've run. So um, if you are free um, and you fancy a night, an hour and a half on uh, on those, then uh, do keep an eye out in the forum for the uh, sign-ups on those respective days. Right. So we're going to leave it there um, for today's episode. Perhaps a little bit shorter because, as you know, as I said at the start, Jam was stuck in traffic. Um, what can you do? <laughs> Bless him. Bless him. He might like we'll we'll put... at the moment stuck this, in traffic. This will uh, <laughs> this will go out in the next sort of half hour. He probably would still be sitting on the uh, same road stretch of road he sent me where he was. Um, so, as always, thank you very much. Um, for coming on uh raz thank you no problem um jeff sell me um zaka for one scoodle it's uh <laughs> waiting whenever you get tired of them okay <laughs> that's it Jeff. that's it um mark despite your headset problem your headphone problems we have got there 
Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Uh, I apologise about uh, the bobbing in and out. No, that's quite all right, mate. No worries. And uh, Gardner, thank you for making your podcast debut. I hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely enjoyed it. I, I, I've listened to the, the past few podcasts, as I say, and was really keen to take part. And I guess just for me, um, thank you for the, the nice welcome since I've been on AG. Uh, great community, great guys, and uh, going to hopefully make the most of it when time allows as well. So yes, thank no, you. Thank you for the kind words. And uh, um, if you are sitting there and you've not been on the podcast before or you've not listened, you know, you've not been on for a while, please do get involved. It's really, really easy to. And uh, we'd love to have you on, um, you know, to whether that's for a debut or a returning, um, returning episode. But in the meantime, carry on listening and we'll see you in a couple of weeks time. Thank you all and cheers for listening.